Hey guys, you're welcome to another thrilling episode of the Squash with Me. Bill. hope you are doing good. I'm here wishing you guys a happy Valentine in advance. Tomorrow is Valentine and gratefully it falls on Monday so no one can do me nothing. Today on the show, we are going to be talking about this shit called love. And joining me on the show today is my real G. David, thank you for honoring my invitation. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Glad I could finally make it. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about yourself. Oh, okay. So my name is David, David Kenny. Um, I'm an audio engineer, music producer. Um, I currently engineer and record two of the podcasts, the biggest podcasts in Nigeria. I said what I said, and TVT. Um, I have my own studio in Lagos. And pretty much I do everything, audio engineering, music production, everything in that zone. So I'm a studio guy. Yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, that's pretty much about David Kenny. That's that's who David Kenny is. And Except guys, want to know. David and, wants to take our podcast global. You know, since he's in that business. You know what I'm saying? All day, every day, twice on Sundays, mate. <laughs> Okay, you said except we want to know. Except we want to know what? You have some other things you want to share? I said except we want to know my blood group, my genotype, and all those other ones. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. We're good with the information we have. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Nice one. Okay, so we'll dive right into this thing called love. What is okay. your... um? definition let me put it like that what is your definition about love and how does it um relate or how does it come to light in our present generation let me put it like that okay um thank god you asked for my opinion we talk about this from my own experience right um yeah um if, if you want to have a typical understanding of what love looks like, just look at your family, right? Just look at the family. You do not choose these people. You didn't choose where you'd be born. You didn't choose the kind of parents you would have. You didn't choose the kind of siblings you would have. But if you were um, privileged, because it is a privilege, because not all families have that dynamic where everybody grows together, everybody stays together. But if you were fortunate enough to stay in a family or to grow up in a family where everybody stayed together, I mean, mom, dad, siblings, you know, you have to choose, you know, to um, love these people even when they're pissing you off, even getting on your nerves so my own definition of love is not something that happens before you know you get into a relationship since we're talking in the context since it's valentine's day and we're not talking about family love and all of that but you know love between a man and a woman is not something that happens before y'all get into a relationship it's something that develops while the journey is ongoing because it is actually uh a, a chart. It's you. 
especially so um my own definition of love if i if i were to give like a um you know an expatiated form of a definition will be you know something that is developed over time okay who, who want to build together and who have the capacity to build together so that it not it, that union doesn't become toxic you know two people who want to build together and have both developed the capacity to build together love is the inevitable byproduct of such a union inevitable that's, that's, byproduct of such a yeah. union yeah and would you say that is um would you say that is evident in the generation where we're finding ourselves in? No, because if if we go by the definition I just gave, I said first of all, two people who are willing to build with one another. Everybody yeah. on the on on both sides of the divide, men and women, we all have this tainted ideology of uh, and tainted expectations that we all have when we think boyfriend girlfriend or relationship. There's just one toxic form either shit either something they learned from their um um appearance something we didn't see happen in the home or you know as a result from toxic relationships that they've been in but like i said it's supposed to be a journey undertaken by two people who want to build with each other so building something is what relationships should be about do you understand but nobody is out here in these streets thinking about building with anybody especially yeah. because four four to seven people out of 10 people that you will meet either boy or girl very bad experience with relationships you get yeah. and then the human mind i i did a year of i have a diploma in therapeutic psychology um i i, I did it in 2014 um the human mind works a certain way there's only so much um um blunt force trauma emotionally that the human mind can take and the human heart can take some people have a threshold of three you know they get heartbroken three times in succession and they're like you know what Mm-mm. and so whenever the, yeah whenever the human mind gets to that point they they either tilt far left or far right so they either far left will be you know what my heart has become strong i'm not going to be you know i'm not going to be all lovey-dovey with this person you know forget building forget trying to figure things together if i'm going into a relationship now it has to benefit me on my own terms do you understand yeah, yeah. i don't care about what this person cares about that that all that stuff is not for me anymore you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so and then you know when both people want to be together i also talked about capacity you know so um if you want to be the human being the human race understands the power of training right so you're not going to go to a hospital where the doctor hasn't been trained you're not going to fly in a plane where the the pilot hasn't trained to fly a plane you feel me we want to go into relationships without training 
And these are things that we're supposed to do for the rest of our lives if eventually they lead to marriage. What makes you think you're going to succeed in it? You're not getting trained. You do not understand. Prop, you don't have prop. You've not developed proper communication skills. You don't know how to resolve conflict like a mature person. You resolve conflicts like a child. You don't know how to talk. You don't know how women think. Women don't know how men think. You don't know how to talk to a woman. She's not your boy. She's not your friend. There's a way to talk to her. You know, you don't talk to a man anyhow. He, he's a man. You, you know, you, he, you can't just talk to him the way you would your girl, your girlfriend. You know, these dynamics, these, these interpersonal skills, we're not learning them, but we're running into relationships. So, yeah. You said, you said um, a relationship, it has to um, take two persons, let me put it like that, who are willing to build now. How, yeah. how am I, or what's the conviction? What's, what signs will I see that will show me that this other person is ready to build with me? Because the thing is anybody and everybody can say anything. Mm. But how, how certain am I that this person is willing to build with me okay guys i would give you i would give you um let's walk down memory lane a bit david and i are good friends let me put it like that and he so happened to meet an ex of mine and this was i wanted to build definitely i wanted my all in all was in that relationship and david asked him a question that I wasn't expecting, nobody on the table was expecting. And I was like, when are you going to pop the question? When are you guys going to, like, you know, those serious shit that really you do not expect. And his response was just flat. And he basically just tried to, like, shove the conversation under the table. But now this is someone I was dating. And I believe that we were on the same track. But... What then? What what were the signs? How am I supposed to know that? Okay, yeah, this person is just saying for saying sake, and this person is ready to actually build. Hmm. Okay, I think that you already knew. Uh, so I will use the example you just used. Let's build on that. Let's use that as mm-hmm. a case study. Yeah. I think you already knew. Before I even asked that question, I think you already knew deep down that this person wasn't ready. You see, one of the the hardest things to fake with any human is interest. That's one of the hardest things to fake. And people's interests are in layers. So they may be interested in getting to know you but they might not be interested they may not be interested in knowing you and taking that to the next level maybe a relationship they might be interested in having a relationship with you but they might not be interested in keeping the relationship or doing the things that would keep the relationship how do you know react the problem that i see is and since i'm talking to you as a girl i can mostly talk about this relationship thing from a man's perspective all right yeah yeah and let me just say something to women to all your lovely beautiful ladies listening to your podcast a lot of you unfortunately do not even have like a standard 
of what a good man should look like talk like and act like to compare some of the guys you're meeting to all the experience you've ever had with men most of your experiences have been bad have been crazy you understand you you keep meeting toxic men men who are not ready men who are not ready to commit men who make you feel like you're not enough men who make you feel like you always have to measure up to some obscene standard that is unrealistic men who say one thing and do another thing and do something and say something else you know you have this most women have this tainted standard or ideology of what a real man should look like and it's just wrong you know one of one of my mentors says something and it was so profound he said women y'all have heard men moan you've heard men shout you've heard men you know scream out in excitement but most of haven't really heard a real man talk so much so that if a real man were to walk into your life on a platter of gold you wouldn't know what him yeah because you've not had any practice so you would treat a good man like the one who left you like the one who hurt you because you've not had any practice so how to spot this i mean it will be easy to spot this once you it looks like and most times it starts from the home it should start from the home it should start from the girl's relationship with her father but check our our our, our generation the millennials and then the gen z a lot of us did not have very good male role models walking around the house we either exactly. had very silent fathers or absent fathers or abused or just fathers that just up and died just and they just died yeah. we just woke up and there were no there was no male compass no male voice showing you the love and i'm talking about women here right showing that love to you that unconditional love that you do not have to do anything to earn he loves you because you're his daughter he talks with you you have a relationship with you you know you you have um you have a and, and this is this i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm till like my psychology training has really kicked in here because when we're talking about problems we i cannot talk about a problem without going to the root we just keep talking about the effects boys are trash women are only after money you, those are the effects what caused it what brought yeah. us to that yeah and for the most part of it it is this the home will come from very dysfunctional homes so by the time we get out there we already have this tainted version of what a man should look like so most women even end up getting it wrong from the moment they walked into the relationship because most of the relationships you are walking to if you knew better from the get-go you shouldn't have even been in it in the first place very exactly so that's where it starts from for me okay that that makes a whole lot of sense you said um without training without training how do we how do we handle this um relationships or how do we recognize the perfect person and well not perfect person nobody's perfect but how many trainings do we need to have and where are we getting these trainings from is it that you need to you need to 
date and date and date and gather all the experiences what exactly is the training is it you having to having to endure persevere try and be understanding and taking all the what exactly is the training and how are you getting this training okay cool both the girl and guy how do we get the training no no definitely uh this question has to do with both sexes now because um it's so like i said i i talk about this from a male perspective Whenever I talk about relationship, I'm usually hard on men. You understand? I'm usually hard on men. I have a saying, you know, and, you know, I told someone very close to me, I told her that it is better to have a relationship where the guy is the stable person. It's easy. A stable guy can easily teach and grow, like, help an unstable girl to grow up than it is, than it will be for a stable woman to help an unstable man grow up. Mm. Do you understand? So I'm usually very hard on men. I'm usually, especially in this training part. Okay, so where do we get the training from? First off, again, I'm beginning to sound like a broken record, but your (laughs) home, your house, (laughs) it's your home, man. It's your home. by the time you're seven years old a lot of your attitude your mannerisms the way you respond to pressure all of that has been fully formed right and you did not form me because someone sat you down in a class and was like this is how you respond when you're angry thank you so if you grew up in a very environment surely you're going to have toxic traits you do not need a pastor to tell you or you don't need a therapist to tell you when you know the kind of place you've come from now when you get off age there's really nothing in my opinion there's little to nothing that you can do till you're about 18. okay the, the kids of nowadays are really really smart so let me let me beat that down to 16. there's really nothing you can do from there is really little to nothing that one can do from when they are born to like the age of 16. But after the age of 16, you begin to know the not-so-pretty parts of yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. And this, and if you if you didn't have a good example at home, from when you were 16, first of all, there are counsellors and there are books around us and a wealth of experience from people who have gone ahead of us. The problem is negative stuff is really loud it's yeah. loud and positive mm-hmm. you see a whole lot more stories of people who have bad experiences on social media those stories go even more viral than the good lovey-dovey mushy stories you know will go so they, what what will just be a little bit hard is for you to go out of your way to go and look for positive examples that you can draw a wealth of knowledge from. For me, let me use my let me use myself as an example and I'll be vulnerable here. I lost my dad when I was 12. All right. I watched him die. My dad was a good man in every sense of the word. I mean, I remember one time when my mom, you know, and he everybody in the family called him Moses. So I remember this day, he was very meek, very quiet, like those kinds of people that would forgive you seven, 49 times, seven times, you know, mm-hmm. and 
they have a very long threshold they don't easily get angry and stuff but imagine that kind of person being frustrated out of the house you know my mom was a bit of a hothead and he just got pissed that day he didn't want to raise his voice at high. He was that kind of man. And then he just picked his car keys, came to pick us in school, and they announced it over the PA system that, oh, uh, dad is in the reception. Oh, you know, he has come to get you. And immediately I heard it. I was like, I know something has gone down at home. You know, mom has started again. And then I went to him, and he was that dad. He would talk about these things with us. He was very vulnerable emotionally. And that is why now, I'm vulnerable emotionally. I saw that happen, at, you know, while I was growing up, and I learned it. Do you understand? I learned it. It, it was it's something that I have now. I don't have a problem being emotionally vulnerable. And and he told me that yeah, my mom pissed him off out of the house, and then he did one very weird thing. He went to a store, bought a bouquet of flowers, and a note. He wrote on the note. He said, you know, he said something around the lines of. You know, why do you always have like? Do you like it when we're always fighting? That kind of thing. And then he put, you know, with the flowers, and took it home. And I was boiling in the car. I was like, "How are you going to buy a bouquet of flowers for someone who just pissed you off? She pissed you off. She should be apologizing. It's like you're going to apologize to her for getting you pissed off. Like who does that? And then he smiled like." Look, man, you will not understand. Like, when you come of age, which is what I was just talking about. Yeah. When you come of age, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, when you come of age, you will understand. And he goes back home and gives her the bouquet of flowers. Fast forward, say, a couple of years later, about 10 years, 15 years later after he died, right? My mom was referring to that story and told me of how she cried through the night because she kept asking herself she kept you know, she was hard on herself like what kind of good man is this like i'm pissing him off i'm being childish and all of that i'm just girly and stuff but he's he's such a good man you feel me like i have to clean up my act you feel what i'm saying so so for the, so for the, for the most part yeah training has to do with self-awareness at some point my mom had to catch herself at some point you have to catch yourself slipping to say you know what i have a, a long line of i have a trail of messy stuff in my own life most people are looking for completion in another person while they should when they should be looking inwards it should be you it should be about you it should be about you know what last last i think I don't know how to talk. I think I don't really understand men. So what you do is to get a married man who has had at least 15, 12, 20 years in, in marriage. So somebody who will not just talk to you from head knowledge, right? Yeah. Somebody who would somebody who is an experienced person in that area. And that's what I did. After losing my dad and after becoming more self-aware, I had to surround myself with older experienced men who had been married for 15, 20 years. So I started to learn mannerisms. I started to learn how they think. How do you handle this situation? If, 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 you're, if you're in this situation, what do you do? How do you handle it? And then they begin to recommend books. You know, read this book. Go for this seminar. 
they are actually people like like i said earlier there are people given the right information and the right training that we can all learn from but you have to go out of your way to look for them because they're not as glorified as the ones who you know were not benefiting from true very true but i think i think um the world we're in and uh social media for me i think it's okay i personally right now i am i am scared like shit scared of going into a relationship mm-hmm. so, like i'm terrified man because what you're seeing online and when people are telling you about your relationship it's not really something i wanted like i'm not looking forward to all that man you know mm-hmm. after three after three months to get in divorce or i'm seeing people in in lovey-dovey happy relationships coming sliding into your dm and telling you how much they they don't want your partner anymore it's you they mm-hmm. want there's a cheating there's a lying you're carrying someone on your shoulders and the person is in someone else's dm doing all sort of things and it's like yeah. i might really do i want all this drama right now i i cannot it's it's scary because because i know me i know how how i am when i am interested and invested in someone so how do how do i consciously consciously fall when i know i'm a shatter into pieces like that mm. is the way i'm feeling right now based on the generation i'm finding myself in and based on the mm. scene you know why like it's a scary world out there man it is scary i feel you i feel you it is very very scary um so uh before i started dating the person you know i'm with whom you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um honestly, I got to the very stage you're at right now. I think, you know, with all the very bad experiences that people in our generation have had with bad relationships and toxic relationships and just general experiences like this, like it's crazy, man. Like I'm seeing that you're happy, it seems like you're happy with your wife. But you're in my DM telling me that I'm the one, bro. That's scary. That is so scary. So it's someone who checks all the boxes, yet he still goes out to do trash. And yeah. I, I get, I, I get that that is really scary. Claire, right? Uh-huh. First of all, right? You will never experience what true love if you do not allow yourself fall totally it will be a gradual process but you have to because god and the universe did not design for love to happen outside vulnerability do you understand you have to be 100% vulnerable if you're not 100% vulnerable with your partner you're not really giving yourself the chance to really experience love in its purest form with that being said with how crazy the streets are my dear two things you can do number one you need to make a conscious effort to go out of your way like i said it's so easy like all you just need to do is to come out of your room into the streets of instagram and twitter and you will get a dozen negative stories so you have to you have to decide 
what you want if you truly want to have that kind of experience this you know experience where you find somebody to build with and then both of you have the capacity to build together and then you guys keep choosing yourselves year in year out and you want to have that experience of love if you want you have to go out of your way to feed your mind positive things that's number one number two you have to work on yourself do you understand if you have direct all that energy in words you know communication skills conflict resolution you know seeing the world differently you know some of your very toxic traits because i'm not i don't think every child starts out toxic no child is born toxic it's as a result of the experiences that we go through first in the home and then with other people that we, we ourselves learn toxic traits so you have to start on learning your own toxic traits if you spend time doing these two things right i believe i strongly believe that in as much as we have some very useless men out there to be very honest and i want to take this time to just put a disclaimer out there and a public apology to all of our ladies y'all most of the time are right most times we are trash i no go lie we are cause and it's not entirely our fault it's that most of us too did not have very good role models so the ideology of masculinity that we have is very toxic we bring that into our relationships and eventually we hurt you people we understand but over the years you guys too have learned some of those toxic traits first from your home and then from other people so you have to be honest with yourself enough to start working on your toxic traits if you do these two things feeding yourself positive you know keep trying to feed yourself like positive information about this relationship thing if that is what you want and then on learning your toxic traits and healing from your trauma and you know just because everything from the that heal from your past heal from your trauma heal from the relationship that didn't work from the uncle that didn't love you from the daddy that wasn't there you know heal from all of that automatically and i'm telling you from my own experience trust me as you're doing that there's some guy out there doing the same thing and the universe will align the universe will merge both both of your paths together do you understand and even when you guys come together everything will be perfect you know because that's a romantic idea you know everything will just be perfect this person will know me most of you still have to work at sustaining the relationship but what that would mean is that both of you will be coming to, into the relationship with capacity to sustain do you understand if y'all do not work at it even with the capacity it still will not work don't worry yourself <laughs> but what it means is that both of you will be coming in with the capacity with the ability you know you know people come into relationships and they don't know why they act the way they do they don't know why they keep malice they don't know how to talk they don't know how to resolve conflicts like adults they don't you know they, they ask themselves they're like why am i like this why what's just there why can't i just be you know vulnerable why why can't i be emotionally available and stuff like that like what's the problem why am i so locked in you know and toxic why am i like this you get it's, it's almost as if they are trapped by their own toxicity you feel me yeah, yeah. so 
So if you can unlearn that and keep feeding yourself positive, and like I said, this has to be something you want. We have a lot of women out here saying men are trash, saying all kinds of negative things, and deep down inside, they want a meaningful relationship. That's not how it works. If you go for any, if you go to any shrink right now or go for therapy, a lot of this has to do with positive confession and a positive outlook on your life on what you want you have to intentionally renew your mind you understand there are relationships that are working out go out of your way stop relying on twitter on the streets of twitter and instagram to feed your conviction to want to love do you understand go out of your way to look for the relationships that have worked out the marriages that have worked out listen to their interviews learn the way they do it the way they did it and the way they are doing it do you understand do that it may be harder it may be harder to do than the other ones right than the other negative ones it may be harder to come by by that than the negative ones but go out of it if you really know that this is what you want go out of your way to find it number one number two work on yourself just work on yourself develop yourself and automatically the universe will align both of you inshallah work on yourself <laughs> and the universe will handle the rest david thank yeah. you so very much guys we are wrapping up now i'm just going to give a summary of all that has been said Basically, our self-love is necessary to receive the relationship you truly deserve. As David said, you have to work on yourself. You have to, I think you have to love yourself. Love yourself. Know what you deserve and consciously work on that. Work on those toxic behaviors. Yes, nobody will consciously admit that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm toxic one, I am toxic. But we know, we know those things that we do and you know as david said we keep you wondering what is what is my problem am i normal am i you know that just gives you some questions in your head work on yourself and when i'm there are some questions like how do we quantify love love can be quantified based on your definition of love based on where you're coming from what do you want what are your expectations align that work on it consciously consciously um devote time to to build on it if you want it to work for you develop the conscious about it put in your your every first Corinthians 13 48 says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not deleted love does not delight in evil but rejoices with truth it always protects it always trusts it always hopes it always perseveres love never fails in as much as the world we're in or the generation we find ourselves in social media doesn't quite help us but still there is there is a saying that says there's light at the end of the tunnel if it is what you're looking for devote your every into it and definitely it will come to you as much as you know what i said earlier i am still i still remain the lovely david person that i am i'm still looking for love and still working on myself god help me we're still in this fight we're fighting so we find what we're looking for we're not gonna stop we ain't giving up yeah yes you can't (laughs) give up not if you have anything to do with it definitely not (laughs) 
Definitely. Uh, guys, so work on yourself. Give yourself positive informations. Heal from that trauma, be it from the home you are coming from, be it from things you have seen in life. Heal, heal. Devote that time to to consciously heal from your trauma, and we will be fine at the end of the day. Okay, do not lose, do not lose hope and love. Love never fails, man. It is is a beautiful and a wonderful feeling. Yeah, it is. David can interest you back. It is a lovely feeling. Right? Um, amazing stuff. You have no idea. Amazing <laughs> stuff. Very rocky. It's a very rocky terrain, but amazing. The the benefits outweigh the disadvantages. Yeah. 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 Trust me. Guys, this is the end of today's episode. It was a long one, but it was very educative and I did learn a whole lot. It was interesting. It is interesting to listen to, man. Tell your friends, tell your lovers to listen to this particular episode. David, thank you so very much for coming to enlighten us, speaking on both genders, or speaking to both genders. Thank you so very much. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, the Squash family, for having me. You guys are doing an amazing job. Mabel, you are doing a very amazing job. Thank you for having me. Everybody that listens to this podcast, please listen from day on. Like, share, subscribe, everything, man. Thank you for having me, Mabel. Thank you so very much, David. Guys, I love you. Do not forget your mental health is a priority. I will talk to you by the grace of God next week. Bye. Bye.